time you are listening to this. It is Saturday, October 13th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the hit maker, Jeremy Pierce. Welcome, welcome. What's going on, everybody? We've got a fun show for you today, but first, as always, you can catch me out on my socials, Twitter, the 215, spelled out. Uh, charismatic underscore creations 52 on youtube and charismatic creations on facebook tumblr and youtube last week we looked at uh we had our second uh part of the faction warfare series looking at women factions and today today well i guess we got another new series is the comeback people that have either left companies and returned to said companies or Maybe even retired and came back out of retirement. So this is going to be fun. Uh, got a couple people I'm going to take a take a peek at. But for now, you know what's next. So just go on and hit my music. So we've had an exciting week of news, and um, it's all starting to come together. So first things first, Kevin Owens is getting a push. Thank the Lord. As you know, Triple H is definitely going to be pushing his boys, and Kevin Owens is definitely one of them. Kevin KO hasn't held a championship in five years. Let that sink in. Dalton Castle and the boys... They've signed with the Ring of Honor. It's great. They've kind of been pretty much main mainstays and staples of Ring of Honor. I expect them to, uh, you know, put some work in. Uh, Sasha and Naomi are pretty much coming back. It's, it's I, I don't want to say it's a done deal, but it's a done deal. We know how this is going to go. Probably Kai and Sky win the tag team tournament. And Sasha and Naomi show up saying that they're the real champions. It's easy, it's simple. Make it happen. Johnny Lo- La- John Laurinaitis, people power, has quietly been fired by the WWE. You knew it was going to happen. You knew it was it was going to go down. So he won't be missed. Uh, Matt Menard is injured. He has uh, stated that he got injured. Uh, in the blood and guts match, you know, he won't be wrestling for a, for a little bit, but Angelo will be able to hold things down. You want to know why Ring of Honor hasn't had a weekly TV show yet? Because they desperately, desperately need one. Well, it's it's pretty much like this: Tony Khan doesn't have full ownership yet. He owns only owns the copyright and the video library. He doesn't. He's not the full copyright holder for the Ring of Honor Wrestling Entertainment LLC, which is still under Sinclair Broadcasting. So, just gotta wait, because he fucked up on the paperwork. He dropped the ball. Um, former COO of Ring of Honor, Joe Koff, was pretty upset about this. The, the transfer should have went down in May. 
um, at the sale in March, and Tony's running shows in April. Surprisingly, Sinclair hasn't sent uh, DMCA to Tony Khan. Tony just messed up on the paperwork. Like, let's 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 get this done raw. Uh, so, damn, damn, there's exactly two million viewers this week with a point fifty four in the uh, eighteen to forty nine demo. It's not bad. It's down from last week, but I expect Raw to be uh, around as smart for 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 the time being. Uh, uh, Vince, well, guess what? More hush money has been found. Another $5 million of unrecorded expenses have been linked to Vince McMahon. That brings the total to like $20 million. Unrecorded expenses that we know what they have to deal with. Mickey James is hinting at retirement. It's it's she's saying it's getting to that point and she's just she's just contemplating it. And I love Mickey. And I wanna see Mickey wrestle one more time. That's all I'm gonna say about that. NXT viewership has fallen. Um, they brought in five hundred and ninety seven thousand viewers with a point thirteen and eighteen or forty nine demo that is down from last week where they brought in six hundred and forty nine thousand viewers. We gotta we'll see how NXT plays out with, with uh, Hunter being back in charge. Uh, where do they find that middle ground? Adam Cole is still not clear to wrestle just yet, even though he had that return two weeks ago just to get him back on TV because they need him back on TV. Uh, hopefully, he should be able to get cleared by All Out. And some shitty news which hurts me so, so much. Chris Statlander is injured once again she tore her acl and her meniscus she's turned this is her second time she's torn her acl and um it sucks so she's going to be out um at least until next may and it just like she was rolling along she was it was she was finally getting that push and it just sucks and i wish chris the best and a speedy, speedy recovery. Uh, Dynamite with Quake by the Lake, the special. Uh, they didn't get a million viewers, but they did about 972,000, so they're climbing back up. They did a point thirty-three in the 18 to 49 demo. CM Punk, even though he used it, returned this past week on Dynamite, he's still not uh, super, super cleared, and he's still rehabbing, but it looks like he may be ready to go by the time we get to all out and Parker Boudreaux is all elite the last member of the tr- newest member of the trust well not newest member you'll find out why um of the trust busters has signed with all elite wrestling that is the news and we shall be right Um, 
to uh, our in-ring um, shows. It's it's been it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty fun. So raw, we are we are still in the Joe Joe Biden. I got Joe Biden in front of me. The Triple H era and uh it's doing it's going pretty well so first things first monday night raw show you the thumbs up immediately it's just a good show so control opens the show they're making their present presence known bailey flubbed up she called dakota kai dakota sky but she she's professional and said i know i messed up you, you idiot fans make me angry um bianca in 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 the game Alexa Bliss and Oscar come out, and the brawl breaks out, so we got the heat, there will be a six-woman tag between these uh, six women at Clash at the Castle, Seth Rollins beat Angelo Dawkins, this was a two-folded affair, continue uh, Seth's run against the Prophets, and also set the seeds for more of the Prophets' eventual breakup, so remember Ford, Montez Ford didn't make the save, um, but Angelo Dawkins did. Seeds planted. Um, Dom is upset with his dad for siding with Edge. And Dom walks off. He's out of there. So we'll see what um, we'll see what transpires with him. He's 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 gotta be joining the judgment day, right? Uh, Ciampa cut a really good babyface promo talking about uh, Harley Race and the parts of the United States Championship. But we got to keep Ciampa as a heel, keep him with the Miz so you make it make sense to me. Um, KO murdered Ezekiel. Ezekiel didn't get an entrance. When we came back from commercial, he was already in the ring. KO murdered this man into a repackaging and then cut a promo backstage uh, in the interview saying it's time to re- redo some things to let people know who he really is. So that's the last we've seen of Zeke. I can guarantee that. Don't be surprised when Elias uh, shows back up. It was fun while it lasted. Finn Balor beat Rey Mysterio. It was better than their previous match. Um, Rey was distracted as Rhea brought out Dom, who was beaten and bloodied, and she just whipped his ass, and that's how um, Finn won with the power of distraction. Kai and Sky beat uh, Tamina and Dana Brooke in the first round of the Women's Tag Team Championship tournament, so they will be moving on. Lashley. Defended the United States Championship against Tommaso Ciampa, and he retained. This was a very solid affair. Um, we're elevating the, you know, the mid-card championships. Omos won a squash match. Dolph Ziggler beat Chad Gable, and in the main event, AJ Styles beat The Miz in a no-DQ match. Now, what's so important about this match is all throughout the show, we, we were seeing things about, like, a car crash or something or other of that nature, and it was spread throughout the show. And it was Dexter Loomis. He was in the crowd. So, Dexter Loomis is back. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you just bring back... Hunter, can you just bring back Johnny and Candace and Call of Indy? And we can just bring the way back? And just... Fuck Theory. Fuck him. So, over on Dynamite, we had Quake by the Lake. Show also gets a thumbs up. So, our opening match was Darby Allen versus Brody King in a coffin match. And this was just go, 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 go. Move, move, move. I'm going to kill you. You're going to kill me. I guess we're going to be reborn and try to kill each other again. Um, the first time they opened up the coffin, Sting was in there. And 
he had a little big black spot on his face so he's not done with malachi black that's for sure they definitely have beef and i can see maybe a tag match between these two teams at all out but darby did win he choked out brody king who fell into the coffin darby did darby didn't really win this match he escaped that's just how it is andrade and roosh defeated the lucha brothers they've been trying to do this match for weeks and we finally got it and it was very good um hangman page is choosing to be with the dark order over the young bucks as the young bucks need a third for their um trios tournament match it's, it's kenny omega isn't it it's kenny omega i wanted to be brandon color um luchasaurus want to squash and jungle boy tried to kill christian again miro says he will destroy the house of black so house of black are with sting darby allen and miro ftr are teaming up with warlow as they are going to go up against um jay Lito and his crew ricky starks beat aaron solo hobbs was not happy with that um jay cargo retained the tbs championship against madison rain this wasn't this was probably the one minor thing that happened on the show they just something didn't work they weren't clicking um, so since Chris Statlander is injured, Tony Storm will most likely be the new challenger for Thunder Rosa, and I can expect Thunder Rosa to beat her unless I do what they think I they do with that. I think they should do, which is a fatal four-way at all out with Thunder Rosa defending championship against Tony, Jamie, and Britt. And in the main event, John Moxley retained the interim world championship against the Lionheart Chris Jericho, who is this new up-and-comer. Um by the time the match was over, just Jericho was bleeding. I think he broke his nose or something. He was just covered in blood. But Mox retains, and um, the rest of JS came out to beat up, beat up uh, uh, Mox. The BCC came out. Eddie Ortiz came out. It still wasn't enough until CM Punk made his miraculous return. He and Mox went face to face, and um, we're getting the match at all out. This is good. This is a good over an impact. We had our go home show for emergence. Madison Rain um, lost our Farrell match. As you know, she is now part of AEW. Mike Bailey retained the X Division Championship against Alex Shelley. And I'm sorry, against Rocky Romero. And Alex Shelley and uh, Josh Alexander talked some trash before their title fight at emergence. Um, actually, let me give you the results for emergence that would be that would be great um 2021 no, 2022 this is one of this is their newer pay-per-view um emergence and what do we have let me make sure i got the right show yes i do uh brian meyer and the preacher brian myers defeated uh Boondapitter, I can't pronounce this dude's name, retaining the Impact Digital Media Championship. Also on the pre-show, VXT, which is, I guess, the name for Chelsea Green and Deanna Peraza's tag team. They defeated Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie to win the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. Mike Bailey retained the Impact X Division Championship over Jack Evans. Valentine Badazan defeated Chris Saban and Kushida. Bandito defeated Ray Horace. Sammy Callahan defeated Steve Macklin. Honor No More, the team of Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCL, and Vincent defeated the Bullet Club. Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Hikaleo. 
Um, Honor No More received a tag team title shot. Had Bullet Club won, no Honor No More would have been disbanded. Jordan Grace retained the Women's Championship, the Knockout Championship over Miyam. And Josh Alexander retained the World Championship over Alex Shelley. Um, but back over to our shows over at SmackDown. The Triple H era continues. So Raquel and Aaliyah, we had our first match. They defeated the team of Shotzi and Zia Lee. And uh, another first round matchup for the uh, Women's Tag Team Championship. I'm really tired of Zia Lee and Shotzi Blackheart losing matches. It's really starting to get on my nerves. Um, Karrion Cross had a promo about being casted away. They're going to try to hide all of Karrion Cross's deficiencies and weaknesses because he has many, many deficiencies and is very weak. Drew uh, McIntyre cut a promo about Roman and Cross. He's pretty much not worried about Cross at all. Um, telling Reno Roman that, well, Roman, I beat Brock by myself. You needed uh, the Usos and Theory and Paul Heyman to win. So Luso's jump him and Scarlet was there watching everything. The Viking Raiders killed Kofi. That man is dead. He need some milk. Hit row. Hit row. Hit row. Hit row. Return. Defeating a squash jobber tag team. Ronda Rousey came through the crowd. Said, listen, they find me. She dropped, just, just had a bag of money. She dropped on the table. There's double my fine. She did take out some security. This is the Ronda Rousey I want. Fuck a heel, fuck a face. This is the Ronda Rousey I want. Um, Shayna Baszler walked up to her because it was supposed to be a contract started between Shayna and Liv. And Ronda was like, used to be a killer. <laughs> seeds. Tiny little seeds planted. So Shayna signed the contract. Liv did as well. Then Liv put Shayna through a table. All right. I like it. The seeds. Matt Camelot and Drew McIntyre beat the Usos. And in the main event, Gunther retained the Impact, not Impact, the Intercontinental Championship over Shinsuke Nakamura. It was dope. Man, it was fucking dope. Over on Rampage, Dan Garcia and Brian Danson had some words about being wrestlers, Dan, Brian Dance is like, listen, when I name names for the BCC, you're one of those names, because I know you're one of the best technical wrestlers on the planet, and I wanted you, so you want to be a sports entertainer, or you want to be the best wrestler, and they're going to have a two out of three falls match, um, on Dynamite, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti retained the AAA Mixed Tag Team Championships over Dante Martin and Sky Blue, this was entertaining. That triangle are reforming. Well, not reforming. They're going to go anywhere. But they're coming for the trio championships. Um, and Roosh, Andrade, and Dragon Lee will not stand in their way. Parker Bordreau defeated Sonny Kiss. The Gun Club defeated Danhausen and Eric Red Barrett. Billy Gunn told his sons, like, yo, I missed the claim. So I'm going to get you another match. Let's see what happens. Stokely Hathaway offered the boys... His uh, card, Swerve and Keefley, accept Private Party's challenge. So they'll be defending the Tag Team Championship against them. Hook is confronted by Zach Clayton. And Orange Cassidy defeated Aria Davari in the main event. Sonny Kiss turned heel. And joined... Did, did he join the Trust Busters? Hmm. This is very, very interesting. It's a very interesting development. 
our matches of the week, and there are some matches of the week from Battle of the Belts 3, the AEW Women's World Championship, Thunder Rosa defending against Jamie Hayter. Also from Battle of the Belts 3, the Ring of Honor World Championship, Claudio Castanoli defending against Kanesco Takashita. Takeshita. Uh, from NXT, Apollo Crews versus Roderick Strong. From Dynamite, the Coffin Match, Brody King versus Darby Allin. Also from Dynamite, the AEW World Championship match, John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. From Impact, the X Division Championship match, Mike Bailey versus Rocky Romero. From Emergence, Ray Horace versus Bandito. The Knockouts Jack Championship, Jordan Grace versus Mia Yim. And the Impact World Championship, Josh Alexander versus Alex Shelley. And lastly, from SmackDown, the Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. That's 11 matches, guys. From Battle of the Belts up until Rampage. That was some good, good, good wrestling. I was going back and forth on putting um, Ciampa and... Bobby Lashley's U.S. Uh, championship match. I don't know. It was the just missed the mark. But our star of the week, there's a lot you can go to. But I'm going to have to go, go with Gunther just because we finally get to see him shine and be, well, Walter. But that's the uh, weekend review. And we'll be right back. I truly, truly believe that when it comes to pro wrestling, nothing lasts forever. I, I believe that. I, I do. I think that what comes around goes around and never say never. Those, <laughs> those are all. Those are major, major cliches, and that kind of brings me to today's um, top story. The Comeback. Nice little new series I got going for y'all. This is The Comeback, and what is is The Comeback? Well, The Comeback is about wrestlers that have either maybe retired or left a promotion and come back. Was it for the better? Was it... Um, for the worst and, and it really got me thinking about this because of Ric Flair's last match Ric Flair's last match we had that uh, recently and he wanted to go out on his own terms, but now he's talking about he regrets declaring retirement after his last week. Like, Rick, you're done, my guy. You're you're done. You're done. So not only was this a major event, but it, it was a pay-per-view. It was Ric Flair 
saying that he would be done. And let me give you some background on this. If you don't know Ric Flair, you, you, you should know Ric Flair. You know what I mean? It's, it's Ric Flair. Anyway, anyway, um, Flair debuted as a pro wrestler December 10th, 1972, and he had an illustrious, illustrious, illustrious career. He's Ric Flair. He's the kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, jet-flying son of a gun. He had one retirement match already, and that was the instant classic at WrestleMania. 24 the year 2008 who who can't forget Shawn Michaels mouth into Flair I'm sorry I love you sweet chin music and that was a way to go that was 14 years ago that was a definitely a strong strong way a strong strong um, just a strong way, a perfect way to go out. But again, never say never. That was in March of 2008. In 2009, there was the Hulkamania Let the Battle Begin Tour. And Rick, uh, Rick Flair was a part of that. Hulk Hogan. It was a wrestling tour with Hulk Hogan promoted by Hogan and Bischoff who took place in Australia. One, this was the first appearance of Hogan wrestling in Australia. He wrestled in he wrestled in Melbourne, Perth, Brisbane, and Sydney. So why was this? Why was this so so important? Cause in those four shows the main event each time was Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. The first night in Melbourne was Hogan versus Flair. The second night was Hogan with Jimmy Hart versus Ric Flair with Lacey Von Erikin in a no DQ match. The third night was Hogan in Brisbane was Hogan versus Flair, Jimmy Hart, and Lacey around Eric Worth managed uh, respectively, regular one on match. And the fourth night was the same thing. See. So we had a retirement match. WrestleMania. And then the Flair was like, ah, I'm gonna go do that. And that completely, completely shit on the, the, the Shawn Michaels Flair match WrestleMania. That was a classic. So, Flair joined Impact and obviously we you guys should know the famous, famous segment between him and Jay Lethal. Footage started appearing this year of Flair training with his former rival Jay Lethal 
and then it was announced in May of 2002 that Ric Flair will wrestle one final match. One final match. This will take place at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds Sports Arena. July 31st, 2022. Part of his son-in-law, Conrad Thompson, Starcast Convention. It's held the same weekend as SummerSlam. So SummerSlam was Saturday. This took place on Sunday. The card was titled Ric Flair's Final Match. And this involved promotions, AEW, Black Label Pro, DDT, Future Stars of Wrestling, Game Changer Wrestling, uh, Impact, Lucha Libre, AAA, MLW, NWA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, OVW, Progress Pro Wrestling, Revolver, Ring of Honor, Terminus, and WWE. And you're wondering who from the WWE performed on this event. Well, it was uh, the one and only Jeff Jarrett, because he works with the WWE now. So, let's get to Let's just get to the main event. It was Ric Flair teaming with his son-in-law Andrade El Idolo taking on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett who had Karen Jarrett with them. The finish of the match came after Conrad Thompson threw brass knucks to Andrade. Andrade gave the knucks to Flair who used to knock out Jarrett. Kyoto was knocked out causing Andrade to call for another ref. Flair put Jarrett in the figure four. Jeff Jarrett's soldiers so shoulders were pinned to the mat, and the new ref made the count. After the match, Flair greeted his family at ringside. Bret Hart, McFoley, Taker, Tony Schiavone was there who interviewed him. Um, and he hoisted the big gold belt, which we all know is the best-looking belts in all of professional wrestling history. And overall, wasn't a horrible show. The best match obviously was Bandito, Black Taurus, Laredo Kid, and Ray Phoenix in a fatal four-way. Um, but it did well at the gate, but more so Flair's performance. You knew he was going to bleed, which he did. And Flair vowed, vowed to never wrestle again, to honor his word. So will he stick with it? Who knows? I think he will. But he's retired. For all intents and purposes, he is retired. I would like to think he's going to stay retired. So that was that was fun. Ric Flair had a moment. He left. We're done. Next on this list is Medusa. Yeah, I know Medusa. Medusa is a legend among legends. So why would Medusa? Well, why would Medusa be on this list? She's a storied, storied female competitor. Her career goes from AWA, All Japan, WCW, and WWF. And she's involved in one of the most, if you don't know, notorious moments in wrestling history where she left the WWF with the Women's Championship. Appeared on Nitro. 
they just dropped the championship in the trash can. She was blacklisted for 20 years. And she was ahead of her time. She was way, way ahead of her time. So, she pretty much was retired and showed that she was done. So, if you guys, if you guys actually don't know, Medusa drives monster trucks. Oh, you don't, you don't believe me. I, I was working a monster truck event here in Philly. And I was like, Medusa, hold on, is that? Like, Medusa, Medusa? Medusa drives monster trucks. Let that sink in. So she was trying, she actually found her career. So, Medusa was done. Blacklisted. But a special event came around 2018. What, what? She returned as her one of her earlier gimmicks, Alundra Blaze. And she wrestled after 18 years at WWE Evolution, the only all-woman's pay-per-view event. She was in a battle royal, which was a good, good way to protect her. in the ring. It's like, yo, that's it's Medusa, dog. Like, she's here. This is a legend here in front of us. And it was great. It was a moment to see a legend get off the blacklist and just entertain. How about, so you know those single people that, that were retired, don't worry, don't worry, we're, we're not going to always focus on retirement, one more person retired. Oh, on this day, I see clearly the world now, I don't know, and a broken dreams, yeah, chance to see, you know what I'm talking about, that would be the one Rated R Superstar Edge had to retire because of a neck injury. And you've seen you've seen I've seen a lot of those. Edge is a legend in this business. And he his last match was at WrestleMania 27. He defended the I remember he was taking on in, in Andrade. That I remember. I just don't remember if it was the World Championship or the WWE Championship. Let's go to WrestleMania 27. It was the World Heavyweight Championship. It was the big gold belts. It's the opening match of that WrestleMania uh, as well. And the next night on Raw announced that he's not medically uh, clear to compete 
due to cervical spinosthenosis. Edge was hurt. He was inducted to the Hall of Fame the following year. WrestleMania 27 was 11 years ago. Uh, that's, a, that's a horrible poster, by the way. But 11 years ago, so Edge couldn't compete anymore. But then something miraculous happened. We heard, we heard some noise. We heard some rumors. And the 2020 Royal Rumble. We heard it. You think you know me? Edge returned in the Royal Rumble. And he got there to soak it all in. Just, you could see him. He was ecstatic. He was so, oh, so happy to just back me in the ring. And I'm with him on that. Retirement wasn't wasn't the end, and it shouldn't be that his injury and edges he got hurt again, but he's still here. He's got to sign a three-year deal, uh, and he's been doing feuds. More often than not, they've worked out. He's been faced. He's been healed, but he's here, and that's great. Two more. And, and we gonna get out of here. How about that one Hulk Hogan? Now, you know what I'm gonna get into. So Hogan is wrestling. Hulk Hogan is professional wrestling. Put professional wrestling on his back for much of the 80s. Hulkamania was running wild. And him and Vince have not always been on the best of terms. And at that point, it caused him to, him to skate. So what did Hogan do? Well, in Said it done and it was over, and WCW got bought out. But then in 2002, 
what happened? What what happened? Vince was feuding with Ric Flair. You know, it was the whole ownership thing. And Vince said he's going to kill his own creation. What do you mean you're going to kill your own creation? And I'll never, I'll never, ever, ever forget this. He was sitting in a in a chair. So he's going to kill his own creation. And he said it'll be me and the NWO. He turned around and on the back of his chair was the NWO. So we moved to we moved to No Way Out 2002. And there it is. <laughs> The NWO walked through that door. Not the forbidden door, but they were back. The NWO were here. Hogan, Paul, Nash. Back as heels, and they ran roughshod over everybody. They fucked everybody up. It's crazy. Like, nothing really gets more iconic than that. So Hogan made his comeback because the money is good and it's the NWO. If you can return with your boys, then return with your boys. And speaking of the NWO, we'll, we'll leave with Big Sexy. It's <laughs> also a great segment. You should check that out. Scott Hall, Kevin Ash returned with Hulk Hogan in the NWO ads. No way out. So what? But what happened in between? Well, Hogan left. Not Hall left. Nash left. Nash was in WCW. And when when WCW was um, bought out, Nash was gone. Where did Nash go? Well. He, see, here's the thing about Nash. Y'all, y'all don't really remember this. He started in WCW, went to the WWF, returned to the WCW. That's where he, yeah, the NWO, went back to the WWF and then left finally. So he, Smart. He goes where the money is. And then after that last thing in the WWF in 04, right, he went to Impact and did things a little differently while he was in Impact. I'm sorry. TNA. He, he fil- uh, formed a duo with who? Scott Hall. They were called the Kings of Wrestling. He then started Paparazzi Productions, which was great, great, hilarious stuff. He he um, helped build the X Division just a little bit more. And lastly, the main event, Mafia. One of the most iconic factions ever. And guess what happened after he left TNA? 
the indie circuit for a minute, but came back to the WWE. Came back. And we know how that turned out. Summer of Punk, I texted myself. He's done some appearances at the Royal Rumble, but... Um, the, ru- the ruination of the Summer of Punk. Never, ever, ever forget that. Kevin Hall, I'm Kevin Hall. Kevin Nash was a part of that. So tell me guys what you think. Any names I should talk about next. And their importance of the comeback. So. Yeah. That's our show. And. I appreciate you all. Next time we'll be looking at. Another new series. I gotta keep keep you all on your toes. X-Pac Heat. Ooh boy. What y'all know about that X-Pac Heat? You don't want that. You don't want X-Pac Heat. (laughs) A couple people have gotten that. Uh, A few people have gotten X-Pac Heat, a.k.a. Go Home Heat. But we'll dive into that next week. As always, you can check me out on my socials, Charismatic Creations, on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube, Charismatic underscore Creations 52, on Instagram, and spelled out the 215 on Twitter. As always, I appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, Zylie, Wendy Chu, Shotzi Blackheart, and of course, Gigi Dolan.